Welcome back to the Athlete Maestro podcast, guys. The Athlete Development Podcast targeted at young athletes, helping you break your mental and physical limitations in sports through the Athlete Maestro method. I'm your host, Tola Oglewe, and this is episode 499. When you start your sport is irrelevant, bet on yourself every single day and eat, drink, and breathe your sport. He's one of the finest middleweight boxers of his generation. He went from unknown to dominant champion who beat all the premier middleweights of his era. Today on the show, former unified linear middleweight champion and Argentine star Sergio Martinez. They called him Maravilla, which of course is Spanish for marvelous, not because he was just flashy, but because he had the skill set to back up his marvelous performances. For many of the best boxers, they started boxing at a very young age or got involved in boxing as a way to protect themselves. For Martinez, he took the long road. He was more interested in cycling and football. It wasn't until his early 20s that Martinez started boxing and saw it as a career. Even at that, it wasn't the typical route. He had only a handful of amateur fights before turning pro. Then he started fighting anywhere that he could get recognition. He started fighting in Argentina and quickly amassed a 16 and O record. To make it in boxing, you have to fight in the US at some point. Martinez fought in the US for the first time against Mexican Antonio Margarito and of course he lost badly. His next eight fights were in Argentina winning the Argentine welterweight title. The next step in his journey was to fight in Europe. He moved to Spain and fought on small cards. In 2003, he fought Richard Williams for the IBO light middleweight title and he won. He had defeated Williams in the rematch but still had the majority of his fights in Spain. It wasn't until he signed with advisor Samson Lilkovic that his career path changed. In 2008, he claimed the interim WBC light middleweight championship of the world. He was now fighting the best of the best. He fought to a draw against Kemet Sintron and lost to Paul Williams. It will be his last loss until the final fight of his career. In 2010, he fought WBO, Ring Magazine and linear middleweight champion Kelly Pavlik where he won impressively. Mission accomplished. He defended that title against Williams in his second fight. Sergei Zanzirak, who was unbeaten at the time, Darren Barker and Matthew Marklin. Perhaps his biggest fight was against Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., the WBC middleweight champion of the world. Martinez won impressively unifying world titles. In that fight, he tore his ligaments in his knee and never fully recovered. He had just two more fights before calling time 
on his career. He defeated Martin Murray in front of a raucous home crowd in Argentina and then lost to Puerto Rican star Miguel Cotto. His four-year reign in the middleweight is one of the longest ever in that weight division. In 2011, he was voted third best boxer pound for pound in the world behind Floyd Mayweather Jr. and Manny Pacquiao. Today is your mentor, guys. And the three lessons that I want you to learn from Sergio Martinez. As you guys know, you know, boxing is one of my is one of my sports. It's one of the sports that I love. So just in case you didn't know who uh, Sergio Martinez was, then, you know, just Google him or just head over to YouTube and see a few of his fights. You see, the minute he burst onto the scene and he came into prominence, he beat everyone there was to beat and he unified the middleweight division. Great boxer, flashy. You know, that's why they called him Maravilla. But the first lesson, guys, that I want you to learn from him is when you start your sport, is irrelevant. Now, I was reading a thread that was done on Martinez, you know, online. And, you know, someone was asking about him, like, you know, what, what sort of boxer was he? Like, was he really a great boxer because he was middleweight champion? And they were just trying to get information basically on his career. And obviously, when people are then responded, and of course, the thread had built a little bit, you know, the same guy who asked the question came back and said, wow, I actually didn't even know that he was actually initially focused on other sports before he then decided that he was boxing he was going to do in his 20s. Now, I see a lot of young athletes, you know, most especially the ones that are playing a particular sport. And it's becoming clear that that sport is not going to provide them the, the platform they need or the success they need. Now, that's not being negative, but just putting everything into context in terms of seeing what's going on, you know, getting to the point where, look, it's going to be very difficult for you to do this and you're advising them to change sports or to switch. Now, that is not something that they're always willing to hear. And that is why I feel that this lesson from Sergio Martinez, like, is, is just too important for any athlete that's listening to what we're talking about today. You see, this was a guy who wanted to be a footballer. This was a guy who wanted to do cycling and he was actually doing those things. It wasn't until his early 20s when he realized that, okay, look, this football thing not necessarily working. So it's not going to provide me with what I need. And of course, the next option for him was to turn to boxing. I think he had 40-something amateur fights before he turned professional. Guys, when you start playing your sports, is not important. The fact that somebody had been playing that sport for God knows how long is not important. I think two weeks ago, we looked at Chrissy Wellington, you know, who, of course, in terms of Ironman tri- championships and triathlons, she started that sport in her 30s. At the age of 30, that's when she turned pro. The first Ironman championship she went to, she won. They had never seen anything like that in that sport before. When you start your sport is irrelevant, guys. The most important thing is whether you are willing to dedicate your time to that particular sport. We've seen boxers who have started boxing late. They've had extensive amateur careers. They turn pro when they are 30 years of age and they still go on 
to win world championships many boxers that we cannot even count so not everybody starts their career as an amateur at the age of 15 at the age of 14 tried to go to the olympics was on the olympic team was doing this was doing that no if there's any lesson that you're going to learn from sergio martinez is that when you start your sport is not important what's actually important is what you do after you've started you know so you used to be a footballer you're switching to track and field you're switching to boxing okay what do you do going forward from when you have decided to switch that's what is important the decisions that you are making from the point where you have decided to switch that is what is important it is no longer important that oh i started this sport at 25 i started this sport at 26 because what a lot of athletes will use as an excuse is when they started the sport so the fact that they're not getting better the fact that it appears on the surface that everyone else is better than them then they're going to call in that excuse oh after all i only started my sports when i was 25 I only started my sport at this age at that age no that's not what is important how can you dedicate yourself to your sport moving forward from when you have started you saw the intro with martinez you know boxed for a long time in argentina faced bombs and all these other guys first fights in the u.s lost probably was not ready for that opportunity then moves to spain starts fighting in europe is still fighting bombs then of course he changes team he signs with an advisor starts fighting in the u.s gets his opportunity becomes champion of the world and of course onto legendary status when you start your sport is irrelevant guys that's the first lesson that i want you to learn from sergio martinez second lesson guys is bet on yourself every single day bet on yourself every single day now one of the misconceptions that a lot of athletes have as it relates to playing sports is that you know it's extremely lucrative and once you get to play professional you know everything is absolutely going to be fine you know and you've made it in life and i think that's one of the mistakes and that's one of the wrong motivations to have when you're going into sports because (laughs) yeah you're going to get hit with a brick when you start you see one of those sports is boxing you're going to see fighters who depending on the level that you are a particular fight you're getting five thousand dollars you're getting ten thousand dollars now you that haven't turned professional from the outside you're looking at it that you know that's actually decent money but when you consider what it takes for you to have a training camp the people that you need to have in that training camp and how you need to be responsible for them while that training cap is ongoing, then you know that that money is not a lot. One of the things that I didn't put in that intro was while Sergio Martinez was in Spain, and of course while he was fighting, he took on every single job that he could take to support his boxing career. He was a bouncer, he was a bartender while he was in Spain, he did some modeling while he was because i mean he 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 has good looks while he was in spain as well all to fuel the boxing career that he had i see a lot of young athletes today who are looking for a quick handout they're looking for someone who is going to bet on them 
when they are not willing to bet on themselves. Okay, so you say you want to play sports. You say this means a lot to you. What steps have you taken up until this point that you're requesting for assistance? What steps have you taken yourself? What bets have you placed on yourself? And of course, I've mentioned the story as well of Nicky Lauder, who was a Formula One guy who went to the bank to take a loan. His family was wealthy and they could actually give him the money to do what he wanted to do. But he said, no, we're not giving you the money. You know, because we feel like this is too dangerous and things like that. Guy goes to a bank, borrows money, tells the bank, I'm going to pay you back because I believe in myself. Of course, he pays them back, goes on to be a Formula One legend. If you are not willing to bet on yourself, how can you expect others to bet on you? That's the second lesson that I want you to learn from Sergio Martinez. Worked modeling jobs, worked as a bartender, worked as a bouncer in a nightclub all to support the dream that he had which was to be a championship boxer and of course he was able to do that why he bet on himself first so ask yourself the question am i willing to bet on myself and when i say bet on yourself what i mean is what length are you willing to go to depending on where you currently are in your career what length are you willing to go to to try to make things happen for yourself, most especially when you don't have the resources. I told you about Sadio Mane's story as well. Goes to a training camp in his native Senegal. Everybody there, you know, using at least decent boots. He has all these tattered and patched up boots. He was betting on himself. He didn't say that, oh, because everybody there has good boots and I don't have good boots, I'm not going to go because I'm going to be embarrassed. No. After he went there, absolutely destroyed everybody that was there. He was picked by the scouts that were there. The rest, as they say, is history. They could now bet on him. So if you are not willing to bet on yourself, if you haven't bet on yourself, don't expect anybody to bet on you. So don't have that entitlement mentality where you want others to bet on you when you yourself haven't bet on your own career second lesson guys from sergio martinez bet on yourself every single day and the final lesson guys is eat drink and breathe your sports now you see everyone you know that here's martinez's story they either think look it's one is it's a story of grand luck you know so it just happened to be in the right place at the right time and of course the opportunity found him and and what have you but you see the part that they always leave out is that you see the skills the exceptional skills that martinez had for boxing those were as a result of the fact that he ate he drank and he breathed the sport of boxing so can you truly say to yourself you know you can you can you can deceive me you can deceive your parents, you can deceive your teammates, you can deceive your coaches. But can you truly say to yourself that you eat, drink, and breathe your sports every single day? Now, for those of you that will be listening and you say, you know, that's impossible, you know, one cannot do that. A few weeks ago, I did an episode on burnout. How to avoid burnout as an athlete. Go and listen to that episode. Apply the things that we talk about in that episode 
And then you would know that it doesn't mean anything for you to eat, drink, and breathe your sport. As long as you apply those principles, you're never going to be burnt out. But the point is, are you doing everything that your sport entails and even more to ensure that you are the best at it? So all the years that Martinez was fighting in Argentina, he was honing his craft. All the years that he was fighting in Spain, he was honing his craft. All he needed to do was to meet someone who could then chart a course for him. So he met that advisor. Everything changed. By the time he was coming to the US to fight, boy, was he already a supreme boxer. So he fought Kelly Pavlik. Kelly Pavlik was the guy who had just beaten... Uh, what's his name now? His name skips my mind. I can see his face. You know, the guy that beat Bernard Hopkins. Oh, I've forgotten his name now. You know, absolutely beats that guy. Win all, wins all the championships. Now, you have to remember that Bernard Hopkins had been middleweight champion. I think he had had 20 or thereabout title defenses. Something ridiculous in the middleweight division. So, that guy beats him and then fights Kelly Pavlik. Kelly Pavlik wins that fight, just became champion. And he's now supposed to fight Sergio Martinez. So everyone says, ah, Sergio, gonna get destroyed. Guess what? Sergio wins that fight impressively. Then he has to fight Paul Williams. Now, Paul Williams is the guy who had beaten Martinez in their first fight. Very, very close fight. Very close fight. He had beaten Martinez in the first fight. Guess what? Highlight reel, second round knockout. Up until that point, everybody after that, Martinez kept knocking them out. Zenzura knocked him out. Darren Barker knocked him out. Matthew Markley knocked him out. It's very important, guys, that you eat, you drink, and breathe your sport. And what do I mean? You're honing your fundamentals. You are honing your fundamentals. So everything you're doing is as relates to the fundamentals of your sport. If you heard the episode we did with Gannon Baker last week, then you would have seen that, look, these special boxers, these special athletes, these elite guys that we are all watching and admiring, they don't do anything special than hone the fundamentals of their sport. That's the final lesson, guys, from a great champion in Sergio Martinez. Eat, drink, and breathe your sports. The three lessons, again, when you start your sport is irrelevant. Bet on yourself every single day and eat, drink, and breathe your sport. Athlete Maestro, guys, episode 499. Wow. We are on 500 episodes. That's, that's, that's just remarkable. I don't know. I'll think about it. Maybe we'll do a giveaway or something like that. But 500 episodes of helping young athletes break the mental and physical limitations in sports is just absolutely ridiculous. And I'm glad you guys are on for this journey. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast so that you don't continue to miss great episodes like this, lessons from great athletes, head over to athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe you learn how to subscribe you'd also learn how to leave that rating and review if you're a parent who's listening to my voice remember the webinars are still on athletemaestro.com forward slash sports parenting what you're going to learn is how to hone the talent how to nurture the talent how to develop the talent that your children have in sports athletemaestro.com forward slash sports parenting if you have any questions whatsoever or there's something you want me to talk about on the podcast that i haven't talked about then send me a mail tola at athlete i read all my mails
personally. I'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show. Remember, knowing is not enough, you must apply. Willing is not enough, you must do. I want you to go out there, learn all the lessons you can from a Greek champion in Sergio Martinez. I want you to go out there and I want you to be a maestro today and every single day.